my name is Bree, or you can call me hashtag Bree's Bliss, and welcome to this amazing podcast called Bree's Bliss. I super appreciate you being here, continuing to listen to some parts of my story, some parts of my business, and a lot of parts of mindset and personal development. Today, I'm going to talk about 10 mindset pitfalls. Um, these are things that I still am working on, but they are great to become aware of, and so I'm super excited to talk about them. I was trained last night um, in our team training about them, and I felt like um, anytime I learn something, when I regurgitate that information, I learn it better, and then, of course, like I always say, if I find value in something, one out of 100 people are going to find value as well, so I always share. Sharing is caring. Speaking of, if you enjoy this podcast or if you find value at all, if you could do one of three things or all three things, if you could subscribe or follow, depending on the platform you're using. And then number two, if you could screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Breeze Bliss, I'd super appreciate that. And then lastly, if you could leave a review. Now, once you click the stars, I actually cannot see any review that's just a stars rating. You have to write a review and leave a little love note and then that way... I can see the review, and I would love to start reading reviews of the week. That'd be super fun. Um, my sponsor also is doing something where it's like once she hit 50, I think it was 50 episodes or 100 episodes, she started doing cash giveaways for reviewers. I think that would be super fun. I mean, who doesn't like money? And then <laughs> sharing is caring, right? Um, I super appreciate the messages that I get from you guys and um, you tagging me in your Instagram stories. You have no idea how much that means to me, how much it means to me that we can relate, how much it means to me that we are on this journey of growth together, and how much it means to me that you are supportive and sharing my content out. It just, it really does mean a lot to me. And I just wanted to give you my gratitude today for that um, because I wouldn't be where I am without the community, without the support, and without you guys. Um, Let's get into today's content. All right, today we're going to talk about 10 mindset pitfalls, right? So there's two types of mindset. There's a fixed mindset and there's a growth mindset. Now, fixed mindset is, I know what I know. This is it. This is it, period, period. There's no room for growth. Nobody can waver me, blah, blah, blah. But the growth mindset is, I know what I know, but I don't know what I don't know, (laughs) And it just means like you, you know what you know, but you're always in the pursuit of better and knowing that you can grow and change and perceive things differently and add new tools to your knowledge and, and all that. And I really love to say, I love this saying, but it's ignorance on fire and knowledge on ice, but still knowledge is nice. <laughs> ignorance on fire, knowledge on ice. We do things messy around here. I do things messy. That's how I get things done. You, If I wait for a time that is perfect, now I'm going off topic. Uh, well, I'll, I'll get into it in a second, but this is coming from my heart. If I did things when things are perfect... I'll never get things done. So it's ignorance on fire, knowledge on ice. I know what I know, but also I don't know what I don't know. So I love to have that growth mindset because there's always room for growth. And if I am ignorance on fire, knowledge on ice, then I'm just doing it messy. I'm just doing it. And I'm failing forward and we're learning and we're growing along the way. Because uh, we can say that I want it perfect, but a different word for perfection is procrastination. So if I wait for something to be perfect, I'm more so just procrastinating. So we're going to learn um, to move. We're, 
from a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. Now, these are 10 mindset pitfalls that could potentially keep you in that fixed mindset when we want to aim for growth mindset, where we're um, striving for 1% better. One day I could wake up and I know what I know, but I also don't know what I don't know, right? And I could meet somebody who changes my perception of my reality and also gives me new tools for my tool belt and then sparks this um, thought in my brain with new knowledge, right? There's always room for growth. I'm constantly growing. What I'm about to share with you, some of it I knew, but some of it I don't know, and then others I'm applying in my life in a different way, right? Um, So pitfall and limiting beliefs. Number one, the blame, shame, and justify blame, shame, and justify. Now we're, we're human. So we're, we're more, I feel like more of us, uh, do this than we actually realize that we are, but blame, shame, and justify. We're more comfortable to blame someone else instead, instead of taking ownership. So like if I didn't accomplish X, Y, Z by the end of the week when I wanted to, it's easier for me to blame. Well, well, I had this going on and Hunter had school and my cat got sick and I had to clean my house and and list all these things that went on in my week and why I didn't accomplish what I wanted to accomplish. I could blame everything else outside of myself or I could just take ownership, right? So the number one um, pitfall and limiting belief or mindset is a blame, shame, justify. Like we need to take ownership for our life, for our vision, for what we're doing, for for where we're going. So if I don't accomplish something by the end of the week, it is on nobody else but me because that was my goal. That was nobody else's goal, right? Number two, globalization or globalizing. So this is it. This is like I'm gonna I'm gonna use an example for business. <clears throat> Like globalization and globalizing. I could say um, nobody watches my lives on Facebook. Nobody wants to buy my product. It's easy to say nobody, nobody wants this. Everybody thinks <clears throat> this is putting a, um, a mental block and also assuming that the whole the global doesn't want to watch your lives or listen to you or want your product. And now here's the thing and why that's a limiting belief is because you, your product, what you do is not always meant for everybody, right? And so it's, I heard this, it's kind of like everybody thinks it's, everybody thinks it's too cold in here. So let's say we're in a room and we say, everybody thinks it's too cold. Well, does everybody think it's too cold or is it just you? There's different perspectives in life, right? So it's easy to say nobody wants my products. It's easy to say nobody watches my lives. It's easy to say all of that because it's an easy out. That's globalization because we are setting somebody else up or setting ourselves up for failure and we're assuming something that we don't even know is fact, Nobody watches my lives is a false statement because the people who matter to your journey and your story are watching your lives, right? The people who do believe in the product that you have and need the product that you have and know about it and want to gain knowledge on it, those are your people around. It's not nobody wants it. 
Um, so it's just a shift in perspective there. And um, we're if we're trying to talk to everybody, we're not going to be talking to anybody. So globalization kind of, I feel like I view it in that way because, yeah, if I'm trying to talk to everybody, I'm going to talk to nobody. We're not globalizing here. I feel like vibing with our tribe is super important because there's a vast variety of humans on this earth and we're all very different and that's what's beautiful, right? But we certainly don't want to set somebody else up to say they don't want my product or they don't watch my lives or or <laughs> going back to the everybody thinks it's too cold in here. Well, how am I to say that you feel cold in this room? How am I to say that? That's that's an assumption. So a shift in perspective in that I feel like um, really helps. Now, number three is I have so much time. Do we have so much time? It is already the second of the month. And I don't know about you, but in my business, I have some goals to meet. And if I waited until next week to start, then I'd be a little bit behind. So the the thought of I have so much time kind of hinders our growth, I feel like, in a way. Because we, in, I could say, oh, I'll hit MVP by the 25th of the month. Well, that gives me 25 days. Yeah, but what if I say, I'll hit MVP by the 12th, work my butt off until the 12th, and if I don't hit it, which I'm not, I don't want to be in that mindset, but in case I don't, I still have time. So the, the number three, I have so much time, it's don't put a cap on it. Don't put a cap on it. Hit goals before the end of the month early on. Yes, it's not a race. I Yes, we're not, I don't want to uh, overwhelm or stress out when it comes to building business and, and stuff, but like, do we have so much time? Do we? Because I feel like our goals, like if you, if you really, really wanted something, like it'd be really freaking nice if you had it now, right? So in reality, we don't have much time because you want to work towards it. You want to build towards it. You're doing it. And so don't put it off. Don't put a cap on it. Hit those goals before the end of the month early on. That way it gives you room to continue growing and then also build on that. And in case anything comes up, going back to the blame, shame, justify, my cat gets sick. I'm not going to blame shame or justify anybody else I'm gonna take ownership but going back to number three I don't have so much time so if I hit my goals early on and something does come up I still have that time if that makes sense so I'm just saying um we don't actually have that much time time is for me time is an illusion I mean it's just a time stamp so like if you want to get where you're going, I feel like we don't actually have that much time because you're trying to achieve something, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to drink something real quick. Number four is I have to work harder. It's not only effort. If you have belief and you put in the work and you have belief behind what you're doing, um, you're... If you, if you're living from intuitiveness and you're listening to your heart, especially in your business, and you're doing what feels good, and it comes from happiness and joy, and you actually have belief in what you do, that sense of I have to work harder will start to go away. 
Because I feel like as we break into ourselves and our authentic selves and you start breaking down what you actually want, what your why is, what your goals are and all of that, that that thought um, of I have to work harder isn't there because it's not only effort, it's all mindset. Like you can do all the things, but if you don't believe that you're going to actually achieve it, you won't. You're going to do something along the way that's self-sabotaging. Or you're going to set it down. Or, I mean, I've fallen, I've, I've done these things. I've done these things. If I, if I don't actually have the belief that I'm going to achieve my goal, but I'm working towards it, I'm not going to achieve it. <clears throat> number one, because I'm not acting from happiness, joy, or belief. But number two, like, it is a self-stop. It's a limiting belief that we're putting on ourselves. So yes, it takes work to accomplish your goals. But more than half of it is having belief that you will, right? And more of us need to believe in ourselves. I know I had to borrow the belief for so long until I actually believed in myself. Like, Like a few months ago, I didn't actually think I'd have a podcast or be going live a ton of times on Facebook and talking to all the beautiful people I'm talking to. I thought I had to work really, really hard for that. But the second... I continued borrowing belief and then all of a sudden it one day I was just like whoop I'm lit I got some belief everything started just flowing and yes it's taking work I get up every day and I do the work but like it's not only the effort because as I continue believing in myself it keeps flowing number five success uh having the thought of successful people are just lucky that's so not true. Successful people are just lucky. So I talked about this in another podcast. Um, I think it was the one the other day. But successful people are not just lucky. They, the luck you see is everything they're doing behind the scenes when nobody is watching. It's all the little things. It's the work. You create your own luck, right? You create your own luck. Successful people are not just lucky. They didn't just wake up and boom, bam, everything's done. All the goals are accomplished, all that. No, they got uncomfortable every single day. They did the work and they chose to believe in themselves. They're not, it's not luck. It's you create your own luck with work. And to to I don't know to say that someone's just lucky. I know so many people who didn't just get handed what they have. They literally put in the work every single day. Showed up for themselves every single day. They were consistent every single day. They started believing in themselves. They they started giving to outwardly to everybody they came in contact and adding value, 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 value. And it might just look like they they got lucky, but they didn't. They were giving value everywhere they go. They were giving love. They were giving. They were just giving, giving, giving. So, of course, the universe is now, hey, let me give back. (laughs) And the hard work pays off. You don't have to work harder, but you just need to keep working and showing up, right? So, before I keep going, number one was blame, shame, justify. Two, globalization. Three, I have so much time. Four, I have to work harder. Five, successful people are just lucky. And six, my story isn't good enough. Now I tell you that for so long I didn't feel like my story was good enough because I am surrounded by um, 
I have a few successful people in my life and their stories are pretty pivotal. Like they're, they are very, uh, it's like, wow, you overcame that. I am, wow. Like that is very inspirational. It's very encouraging. And now this goes into the next, one of the next minds, uh, pitfall mindset limiting beliefs that we have out of the 10. But like comparing is not good because my thinking number six, my story is not good enough. Well, everyone has a story that will bring you to your knees if you just listen long enough, right? I used to think my story wasn't good enough because I was comparing it to others, but that's not right. My story is my story, and there, and I'd be selfish not to share it because we all learn from other humans, and I know there are others that can relate, and so we can be on the journey of growth together, Right? Everyone has a story that will bring you to your knees if you just listen long enough. And you are worthy of getting to know. You are worthy of getting to know. So it's not who has the most dramatic story. It's not who went through the most trauma. It's not who did this or that or who overcame this. It's your story is good enough as it is and who you are because nobody has lived a day in your shoes. You are you, right? Um, number seven. So before I go to number seven, I would like to encourage you, um, as I have started doing is share your story. If you don't want to share it outwardly to people, um, maybe you've never written it down, but maybe start a journal and start writing your story out. I will tell you, I will tell you the second I started sharing my story, I started healing more because I got it out. I got, I got some things that were inside me out. And then not only that, there's been so much support in sharing it outwardly, but if you are someone who just wants to journal about it, I feel like it will, it will shift some perspective for you. Um, it really would, for me, when I, when I wrote my story out, I could kind of reflect and be like, wow, look at what I've gone through and look where I'm at and look who I am. And, and it's being appreciative for the pain and the struggle and the, and the trauma and all that, because we wouldn't be who we are and we're not going through it anymore, right? And it doesn't define us. But your story is good enough. You are worthy of getting to know. You are. So number seven, <clears throat> overcomplicating things. Uh, a lot of us overcomplicate things. <laughs> I am one that does this too. An example would be, let's say, in business, um, it was the day where we're supposed to, like, let's go into my back office and text and, and click on all my customers and text my customers a message, like, have a good day today, right? Well, what if I get to a customer that doesn't have a phone number? I could overcomplicate things and be like, uh, well, she doesn't have a phone number, so I don't know what to do. Or <laughs> I could become adaptable and be like, well, there's an email or I could reach out on Facebook or Instagram or you know what I mean? So like, there's always a way. It's figure outable. It's figure outable. Everything is figure outable. It's becoming adaptable and going back to what I said earlier, messy action. Messy action wins every time. Messy action. So, so. I feel like as human beings, sometimes we overcomplicate things when simplicity wins every time. Simplicity wins every time. We are very much adaptable creatures. We have adapted over decades and decades and decades of life. So you are an adaptable creature. And sometimes when we overcomplicate things, we put our success or our growth or our goals on hold. 
And so I feel like it's super important, <clears throat> number seven, to not overcomplicate things and to learn to become adaptable and try to find solutions instead of focus on the problems. Because like, yes, we, we all have problems and we can go around complain, complain, complain about the problems or we can be solution seekers. Solution seekers. We are going to seek a solution for this whatever comes up and not overcomplicate it and become adaptable. And even if it's messy, just do it. Messy action. It wins every time. And if we fail, that's fine because we fail forward. And guess what? That was an opportunity to grow and, and add more tools to our tool belt so that when we try again, we know, we know more. So <coughs> messy action wins every single time. We Failing forward, failing forward, and failing faster is going to get you where you want to go. Um, so what I do, or we got three more to go, eight, nine, and ten. Going back to simplicity always wins, right? Um, so talking in business, because I told you at the beginning of this, I'm going to talk business and life, but talking business, right? My, the company I work for, Prove It, Prove It is a vehicle, is a vehicle for me. Selling ketones is my career. Selling ketones is my career, but it opens up room to have money to feel my calling in life. We all have a calling. We all have a purpose, right? And like, I, I just have this burning calling, this burning purpose, this burning desire, and I've been following my intuition and it's leading me on this path and I'm taking the opportunities. And now here, here, I love to view it this way. Prove it is my vehicle. Selling ketones is my career. But it all opens up room to have money to fuel my calling, to give, to help, to build. You know, um, I said in, in the other podcast the other day, like money is not evil. When you give money to a good person, that good person can do a lot of good with all that money because money is just energy, Right. You, you can go pay for all the adoptions. You can go build wells. You can donate. There's so many things. You can help all the animals. So in business, you literally can just post. You don't have to have a hidden agenda. You don't have to. You don't have to post about your product all the time. You don't have to have a hidden agenda when you post. You literally can just post to just post on your social media and be you. Post about... Post about things to get to know people. Post just to post. This, the business that we are in or that I am in is all relationship-based. Is getting to know each other. It's connecting with people. It's vibing with your tribe. And if one person doesn't vibe with me, they might vibe with the next person. It could be the same person on my team. Uh, it, it could be a person on the same team as me. But it's the fact that they vibe with them more and that's good. We want to find the people that we vibe with. We want to feel, we want to find the people we connect with and, and resonate with, with their stories and what they share, right? Um, so what I do, <clears throat> my career is going to open up room to fuel my calling. And I just wanted to add that because I know some of you are also in the business, um, in MLM, and you might feel the same way. Your company is your vehicle. Your product, selling your product is your career. But all of that opens up room to have the money to fuel your calling in life. <clears throat> so let's move on. Number eight, 
You have a choice. You are not a tree, so get up and move. Get up and move. We always have a choice, but it's not always an easy one, but we always have a choice. Now, there, we could talk in, in life scenarios. I've spoken with many women who are in relationships that are draining their soul, literally draining their beautiful soul. Now, it's easy to say you can get up and leave, right? You're not a freaking tree. Get up and move. Why are you letting this person drain your soul? But then at the same time, our mind talks us out of it. And then also it's because we love them and we care for them and all this. But I just want to remind you, you have a choice. You have a choice. Your soul is not supposed to be drained here. You deserve to live out your your purpose and, and feel fulfilled. We have a choice, it's, it, it, but it's not always an easy one. It's not always an easy one. But sometimes we need that reminder that we have a choice to go do, be, and serve in the ways we want. We can be who we want, we can do what we want, and we can serve to this world in the beautiful ways that we want. And so it's just a matter of, is this environment serving me? Are the people I'm surrounding myself with serving me? Are the things that I'm doing serving me? Is watching Netflix serving me or should I read personal development? You have a choice. You are not a tree. Get up and move. A lot of people think they will be broke forever and accept that for it. And they're not able, they're not able to perceive or even fathom another way yet. I totally get that. I totally get that. Sometimes it's hard to perceive or even fathom a different way of living when you've already been living the way you are for so long. But once we move and we get a little taste of a little something different, your perception starts to change. Be loyal to yourself always. Be loyal to yourself always. Be your biggest fan. Be your biggest fan. Uh, my sponsor said, it was funny, she's like, um, when she was going into a relationship, she's like, uh, you better be my biggest fan or I'm staying single. Because that's right. Your person, your human, the person you choose to spend the rest of your life with should be your biggest fan. You should be their biggest fan or you need to stay single. All right. <laughs> be loyal to yourself. Respect yourself. And number nine, don't give up on the hard days. Giving up on the hard days, never give up on a bad day because you'll have to start over. And it's not about the money, it's about being positive and being happy and the growth and the mindset. So when you are in business, do not give up on a hard day, keep going. That will propel your business forward. Showing up on those hard days isn't going to be dandelions, roses, and sunshine all the time. But when we show up on our bad days and our hard days, we find this strength within us that we didn't even know was there. We also show up a little bit vulnerable of a person and people get to know us better. It trajects everything forward. You are pushing yourself regardless of the circumstances and you are making yourself uncomfortable and you're doing it anyway number nine don't give up on the hard days that's a uh, when when you give up on the hard days that is a um a pitfall 
Number nine, giving up on hard days. It's You have to start over again. And for me, I've done that a few times. <laughs> I've given up on the hard days. And then the people I've built relationships were like, uh, excuse me, where'd you go? Hello? And then when I decided to start back over, it was there was kind of a little bit of a trust issue there. But then also I did. I had when I started back up, I had to start over from square one, from my mindset, from my motivation, from everything. Because motivation and inspiration are two different things. Inspiration lasts a lifetime. Motivation is an emotion in the moment. You can be motivated to work out right now, but tomorrow you might not be. But if you are inspired to get something done, you're going to do it every day regardless of the circumstances, even on the hard days, right? Um, And number 10, comparison. There is no comparison. Going back to talking about earlier, like in business, if if you know somebody, but they chose to to do business with somebody else in your team, I feel like that's completely fine. There's no comparison. That person connected with that other human on a different level than maybe you or me. And that's why they chose that path. There's no comparison, though. We can't compare apples to oranges. I can't compare my day two to your day 25. Sometimes we get this imposter syndrome, like, let's say... Let's say a top leader decides to ask me if they can do a Zoom call with me. And I'm like, what? Why me? Why me? Why do I deserve that? Having that thought in a way is comparison. Saying, why do I? Why me? It's an imposter syndrome. You, you are worthy. There is no comparison to the next person. We all have an individual journey. We all have a different imprint here and a different purpose. And so if somebody wants to choose to do business with with another person rather than you, I think that's fine because that person is still getting the help that they need. And that I mean, we're in the business of helping people and adding value. So if that person is still getting value and still getting help, then I'm happy. Right. There's no comparison. It's just that they vibe a little differently or they relate or connect or resonate with that other person's story and their life a little bit more. But there's no comparison because I will find my people, right? And all the people that that will find value in my story or relate to my story and be on the journey of growth with me will come and be with me. That I, I feel like sometimes we beat ourselves up and, and we get over the comparison game like, like, oh, this girl has this many followers or this guy has, has done this and that. But it's like, how long have they been in business? How long have they been growing their, uh, how long have they been doing what they're doing? Do they wake up every single day and consistently do it like every day? Is it your day two or is it their day 25? Like we don't know. We're all on such different journeys in life. It's, it's beautiful, but it's also crazy that there's, there's literally no comparison. I cannot compare myself to another person. We can relate. We can relate I think that's a better word than compare, right? Um, so yeah, stay in your lane. <laughs> Keep your blinders on. Stop showing up as a pal as the palatable version of yourself. I love this. My sponsor Sydney had mentioned this. Stop showing up as a 
as the palatable version of yourself. I don't know if I'm even saying that word right, but I mean, like, stop showing up as a diluted version of yourself. Where are you afraid someone's gonna, like, here's the deal. If you want to be, do, and have what you want in this life, you can do it. If you believe and you put in the work. But, like, it won't happen if you keep showing up as a deluded version of yourself. Because you're not actually putting 100% of you and your authentic self into what you're doing. Are we showing up as a palatable version of, our, of ourselves because we're afraid we're going to offend somebody? Or they're going to think differently of us? Or they're going to go talk crap? Or they don't believe in us? But does their opinion actually matter when it comes to you achieving your goals? Because your vision is your vision and nobody knows that. Nobody knows what's in your mind. Nobody knows what's actually in your heart unless you share it outwardly in your authentic, in your authentic life. Don't be a watered-down version of yourself to make other people feel comfortable, right? Like, I have done this for so much in my life, and this year has been so pivotal for me breaking out of this dysfunctional pattern that I've been living in. Because I'm not serving myself or nobody else in my life when I'm walking down as a watered-down version of myself. Nobody. I can't even connect with people on a real level if I'm walking down as a watered-down version of myself. If I show up as a, as a palatable version for, for this person and that person and that person, and I cater to all the needs and wants and opinions of everybody, who am I then? Who am I then? Stop showing up as a palatable version of yourself. Say what you feel, do what you mean, and have belief in yourself. Don't be a watered-down version of yourself to make other people uncomfortable. And a question I have for myself that I'm pondering this week, and maybe you can ponder with yourself, but what do I want to speak more on? There are so many things that I haven't spoke on because I just am... I didn't want to offend anybody. But guess what? Like, those people who are going to be offended, I guess, are not my people. They just can't relate or resonate or whatever. So, like, we're not going to... We're done with that, guys. Beep, beep, back it up. We ain't going to walk around as watered-down versions of ourselves anymore just to make other people feel comfortable because that leaves us feeling uncomfortable. So why does... Why does somebody else's... Why should I make someone else comfortable and leave myself uncomfortable? They could just stay in their own lane. I could just stay in my lane and be my authentic self. And, and, and like, I, if, if you're a good person, being your authentic self should not harm anybody or hurt anybody. And so if they have an issue with it, I mean, they kind of got an issue with themselves, in my opinion. Um, it, we're all mirrors and reflections of one another. And so maybe you say or do something that kind of sparked, hits a nerve in somebody, you know? It just means maybe that you've sparked a, a different perception of reality within them and now they're questioning things within themselves and so they, they tend to take it out on us now because cognitive disso- dissociance is just like their way of thinking is their way of thinking and so when you come in and you present this new idea and way of thinking because your way of thinking is also your way of thinking, there's no comparison to people, we all have different beliefs and thoughts and all that but like there's no comparison and so if somebody 
if somebody doesn't like what you say or do and you are a good person and you're doing good, then that's just on them. You don't need to shrink yourself down to to make them feel more comfortable. You don't. Please keep being you. And your people will appreciate you for being you. (laughs) So we're going to stop showing up as a palatable version of ourselves. We're going to get real. We're going to get raw. We're going to get honest. Don't be a watered down version of yourself just to make other people be comfortable. Now, we're good. We're going to be good people. We're going to be respectful. We're not going to go out and like, you know, yell, scream and whatever. But hopefully you get what I'm saying, you know, you know, all I'm saying is <laughs> be a good person, add value to your life and to the other people you come in contact with. And um, yeah, so the 10 fixed, uh, the 10 pitfalls and limiting beliefs for our mindset. One, blame, shame, justify. Two, globalization. Three, I have so much time. Four, I have to work harder. Five, uh, that was four. Five, successful people are just lucky. Six, my story isn't good enough. Seven, overcomplicating things. Eight, uh, you have a choice. Uh, nine, giving up on hard days. And ten, comparison. So I hope this helped. Um, this, this really helped me because sometimes we can go back and, and we can figure out, well, right now, if I'm having a mental block or a block in general, which one of these ten am I doing? Right? And then we can switch the perspective and help uh, elevate our mindset into the growth mindset rather than the fixed mindset. And yeah, I'll leave you with, um, there's a book. I I didn't write down the author, but the book is called I Will Teach You to Be Rich. This is a new book I'm going to be starting soon. And so I'm super excited. Figured I'd share with you if you are a reader and you want to go grab that yourself. Um, yeah, I really appreciate you. This was a long episode today. (laughs) Your mindset matters. Your mindset matters. Um, if you need to borrow the belief, I believe in you. Don't give up literally, especially on the hard days, especially on the hard days. Show yourself what's up. Show yourself what's up. We don't need validation from nobody else but ourselves. Show yourself what's up. I appreciate you. Bye.